0: Section eighty six of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sarah Jennings. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes, Chapter Thirty Seven Part Two. Lemon Syrup, eighteen twenty two. Ingredients: Two pounds of loaf sugar, two pints of water, one ounce of citric acid twelve dram of essence of lemon. Mode. Boil the sugar and water together for a quarter of an hour, and put into a basin, where let it remain till cold. Beat the citric acid to a powder, mix the essence of lemon with it, then add these two ingredients to the syrup. Mix well and bottle for use. Two tablespoonsful of the syrup are sufficient for a tumbler of cold water, and will be found a very refreshing summer drink. Sufficient two tablespoons full of syrup, a tumbler full of cold water lemon wine 1823 ingredients to four and a half gallons of water allow the pulp of fifty lemons the rind of twenty-five sixteen pounds of loaf sugar half ounce of icing glass one bottle of brandy mode peel and slice the lemons but use only the rind of twenty-five of them and put them into the cold water let it stand eight or nine days squeezing the lemons well every day then strain the water off, and put it into a cask with the sugar. Let it work some time, and when it has ceased working, put in the Isinglass. Stop the cask down. In about six months, put in the brandy, and bottle the wine off. Seasonable. The best time to make this is in January or February, when lemons are best and cheapest. Malt wine, 1824. Ingredients. 5 gallons of water, 28 pounds of sugar, Six quarts of sweet wort, six quarts of tun, three pounds of raisins, half pound of candy, one pint of brandy. Mode. Boil the sugar and water together for ten minutes. Skim it well, and put the liquor into convenient sized pan or tub. Allow it to cool, then mix with it the sweet wort and tun. Let it stand for three days, then put it into a barrel. Here it will work or ferment for another three days or more then bung up the cask, and keep it undisturbed for two or three months. After this, add the raisins whole, the candy, and brandy, and in six months' time bottle the wine off. Those who do not brew may procure the sweet wort and tun from any brewer. Sweetwort is the liquor that leaves the mash of malt before it is boiled with the hops. Tun is the new beer after the whole of the brewing operation has been completed. Time. To be boiled ten minutes to stand three days after mixing, to ferment three days, to remain in the cask two months before the raisins are added, bottle six months after. Seasonable. Make this in March or October. Home made eighteen twenty five. Ingredients. Two ounce of bitter almonds, one ounce of sweet ditto, one pound of loaf sugar, the rinds of three lemons, one quart of Irish whiskey or gin, one tablespoonful of clarified honey, FOUR PINTS OF NEW MILK MODE BLANCH AND POUND THE ALMONDS, AND MIX WITH THEM THE SUGAR, WHICH SHOULD ALSO BE POUNDED. BOIL THE MILK. LET IT STAND TILL QUITE COLD. THEN MIX ALL THE INGREDIENTS TOGETHER, AND LET THEM REMAIN FOR TEN DAYS, SHAKING THEM EVERY DAY. FILTER THE MIXTURE THROUGH BLOTTING PAPER. BOTTLE OFF FOR USE IN SMALL BOTTLES, AND SEAL THE CORKS DOWN. THIS WILL BE FOUND USEFUL FOR FLAVORING MANY SWEET DISHES. AVERAGE COST TWO SHILLINGS NINE pence sufficient to make about twenty-four pints of noyaux. Seasonable. May be made at any time. Orange Brandy. Excellent. Eighteen-twenty-six. Ingredients. To every one gallon of brandy, allow three-quarter pint of Seville orange juice, one-and-a-quarter pound loaf sugar. Mode. To bring out the full flavor of the orange peel, rub a few lumps of the sugar on two or three unpaired oranges, and put these lumps to the rest. Mix the brandy with the orange juice, strained, the rinds of the six oranges pared very thin, and the sugar. Let all stand in a closely covered jar for about three days, stirring it three or four times a day. When clear, it should be bottled and closely corked for a year. It will then be ready for use, but will keep any length of time. This is a most excellent stomach kick when taken pure in small quantities, or as the strength of the brandy is very little deteriorated by the other ingredients it may be diluted with water time to be stirred every day for three days average cost seven shillings sufficient to make two quarts seasonable make this in march a very simple and easy method of making a very superior orange wine eighteen twenty seven ingredients ninety seville oranges thirty two pounds of lump sugar water mode break up the sugar into small pieces and put it into a dry sweet nine gallon cask placed in a cellar or other storehouse where it is intended to be kept have ready close to the cask two large pans or wooden keelers into one of which put the peel of the oranges pared quite thin and into the other the pulp after the juice has been squeezed from it strain the juice through a piece of double muslin and put it into the cask with the sugar Then pour about one and a half gallons of cold spring water on both the peels and pulp. Let it stand for 24 hours, and then strain it into the cask. Add more water to the peels and pulp when this is done, and repeat the same process every day for a week. It should take about a week to fill up the cask. Be careful to apportion the quantity as nearly as possible to the seven days, and to stir the contents of the cask each day. On the third day, after the cask is full, that is, the tenth day after the commencement of making, the cask may be securely bunged down. This is a very simple and easy method, and the wine made according to it will be pronounced to be the most excellent. There is no troublesome boiling, and all fermentation takes place in the cask. When the above directions are attended to, the wine cannot fail to be good. It should be bottled in eight or nine months, and will be fit for use in a twelve-month after the time of making. Ginger wine may be made in precisely the same manner, only with the nine-gallon cask for ginger wine, two pounds of the best whole ginger, bruised, must be put in with the sugar. It will be found convenient to tie the ginger loosely in a muslin bag. Time. Altogether ten days to make it. Average cost. Two shillings, six pence per gallon. Sufficient for nine gallons. Seasonable. Make this in March, and bottle it the following January. Raspberry Vinegar. 1828. Ingredients. To every three pints of the best vinegar, allow four and a half pints of freshly gathered raspberries. To each pint of liquor, allow one pound of pounded loaf sugar, one wine glass full of brandy. Mode. Let the raspberries be freshly gathered. Pick them from the stalks, and put one and a half pints of them into a stone jar. Pour three pints of the best vinegar over them, and let them remain for twenty-four hours then strain the liquor over another one-and-a-half pint of fresh raspberries. Let them remain another twenty-four hours, and the following day repeat the process for the third time. Then drain off the liquor without pressing, and pass it through a jelly bag, previously wetted with plain vinegar, into a stone jar. Add to every pint of the liquor one pound of pounded loaf sugar, stir them together, and when the sugar is dissolved, cover the jar. Set it upon the fire in a saucepan of boiling water and let it boil for an hour, removing the scum as fast as it rises. Add to each pint a glass of brandy, bottle it, and seal the corks. This is an excellent drink in case of fevers and colds. It should be diluted with cold water according to the taste or requirement of the patient. Time. To be boiled one hour. Average cost, one shilling per pint. Sufficient to make two quarts. Seasonable. Make this in July or August, when raspberries are most plentiful. Rhubarb wine, 1829. Ingredients. To every five pounds of rhubarb pulp, allow one gallon of cold spring water. To every gallon of liquor, allow three pounds of loaf sugar, half ounce of isinglass, the rind of one lemon. Mode. Gather the rhubarb about the middle of May. Wipe it with a wet cloth, and with a mallet, bruise it in a large wooden tub or other convenient means. When reduced to a pulp, weigh it, and to every five pounds add one gallon of cold spring water. Let these remain for three days, stirring three or four times a day, and on the fourth day press the pulp through a hair sieve. Put the liquor into a tub, and to every gallon put three pounds of loaf sugar. Stir in the sugar until it is quite dissolved. Add the lemon rind. Let the liquor remain, and in four, five, or six days the fermentation will begin to subside, and a crust or head will be formed which should be skimmed off, or the liquor drawn from it, when the crust begins to crack or separate. Put the wine into a cask, and if after that it ferments, rack it off into another cask, and in a fortnight stop it down. If the wine should have lost any of its original sweetness, add a little more loaf sugar, taking care that the cask is full. Bottle it off in February or March, and in the summer it should be fit to drink. It will improve greatly by keeping, and should a very brilliant colour be desired, Add a little currant juice. Seasonable.--Make this about the middle of May. Welsh Nectar, eighteen thirty.--Ingredients.--One pound of raisins, three lemons, two pounds of loaf sugar, two gallons of boiling water. Mode.--Cut the peel of the lemons very thin; pour upon it the boiling water, and when cool, add the strained juice of the lemons, the sugar, and the raisins, stoned and chopped very fine let it stand four or five days stirring it every day then strain it through a jelly bag and bottle it for present use time four or five days average cost one shilling nine pence sufficient to make two gallons claret cup eighteen thirty one ingredients one bottle of claret one bottle of soda water about half pound of pounded ice four tablespoons full of powdered sugar quarter teaspoonful of grated nutmeg, one liqueur glass of maraschino, a sprig of green borage. Mode. Put all the ingredients into a silver cup, regulating the proportion of ice by the state of the weather. If very warm, a larger quantity would be necessary. Hand the cup round with a clean napkin, passed through one of the handles, that the edge of the cup may be wiped after each guest has partaken of the contents thereof. Seasonable in summer. Clarets. All those wines, called in England clarets, are the produce of the country round Bordeaux, or the Bordelais, but it is remarkable that there is no pure wine in France known by the name of claret, which is a corruption of claret, a term that is applied there to any red or rose-coloured wine. Round Bordeaux are produced a number of wines of the first quality, which pass under the name simply of vin de Bordeaux, or have the designation of the particular district where they are made, as Lafitte, Latour, etc., The clarets brought to the English market are frequently prepared for it by the wine-growers by mixing together several Bordeaux wine, or by adding to them a portion of some other wines, but in France the pure wines are carefully preserved distinct. The genuine wines of Bordeaux are of great variety, that part being one of the most distinguished in France, and the principal vineyards are those of Medoc, Pallas, Graves, and Blanche, the product of each having characters considerably different. Champagne cup, 1832. Ingredients: one quart bottle of champagne, two bottles of soda water, one liqueur glass of brandy or caraco, two tablespoonsful of powdered sugar, one pound of pounded ice, a sprig of green borage. Mode: put all the ingredients into a silver cup, stir them together, and serve the same as claret cup number 1831. Should the above proportion of sugar not be found sufficient to suit some tastes, increase the quantity. When borage is not easily obtainable, substitute for it a few slices of cucumber rind. Seasonable. Suitable for picnics, balls, weddings, and other festive occasions. Champagne. This, the most celebrated of French wines, is the produce chiefly of the province of that name, and is generally understood in England to be a brisk, effervescing, or sparkling white wine of a very fine flavor but this is only one of the varieties of this class. There is both red and white champagne, and each of these may be either still or brisk. There are the sparkling wines, Mousseau, and the still wines, non-Mousseau. The brisk are in general the most highly esteemed, or at least are the most popular in this country, on account of their delicate flavor and the agreeable pungency which they derive from the carbonic acid they contain, and to which they owe their briskness. GINGER BEER 1833. Ingredients. Two and a half pounds of loaf sugar, one and a half ounce of bruised ginger, one ounce of cream of tartar, the rind and juice of two lemons, three gallons of boiling water, two large tablespoons full of thick and fresh brewer's yeast. Mode. Peel the lemons, squeeze the juice, strain it, and put the peel and juice into a large earthen pan with the bruised ginger, cream of tartar, and loaf sugar pour over these ingredients three gallons of boiling water. Let it stand until just warm, when add the yeast, which should be thick and perfectly fresh. Stir the contents of the pan well, and let them remain near the fire all night, covering the pan over with a cloth. The next day, skim off the yeast, and pour the liquor carefully into another vessel, leaving the sediment. Then bottle immediately, and tie the corks down, and in three days the ginger beer will be fit for use. For some tastes the above proportion of sugar may be found rather too large, when it may be diminished; but the beer will not keep so long good. Average cost-for this quantity, two shillings, or half pence per bottle, sufficient to fill four dozen ginger beer bottles. Seasonable-this should be made during the summer months. Lemonade, eighteen thirty four, ingredients-the rind of two lemons, the juice of three large or four small ones one pound of loaf sugar, one quart of boiling water. Mode: Rub some of the sugar in lumps on two of the lemons until they have imbibed all the oil from them, and put them in with the remainder of the sugar into a jug. Add the lemon juice, but no pips, and pour over the whole a quart of boiling water. When the sugar is dissolved, strain the lemonade through a fine sieve or piece of muslin, and when cool it will be ready for use. The lemonade will be much improved by having the white of an egg beaten up in it. A little sherry mixed with it also makes this beverage much nicer. Average cost, sixpence per quart. Lemonade There is a current opinion among women, says Brillat Savarin, which every year causes the death of many young women, that acids, especially vinegar, are preventatives of obesity. Beyond all doubt, acids have the effect of destroying obesity, but they also destroy health and freshness. Lemonade is, of all acids, the most harmless, but few stomachs can resist it long. I knew, in 1776, at Dijon, a young lady of great beauty, to whom I was attached by bonds of friendship, great almost as those of love. One day, when she had for some time gradually grown pale and thin, previously she had a slight embonpoint, she told me in confidence that as her young friends had ridiculed her for being fat, she had, to counteract the tendency, been in the habit of every day drinking a large glass of vinegar she died at eighteen years of age from the effects of these potions to make negus eighteen thirty five ingredients to every pint of port wine allow one quart of boiling water half pound of sugar one lemon grated nutmeg to taste mode as this beverage is usually drunk at children's parties than at any other the wine need not be very old or expensive for the purpose a new fruity wine answering very well for it. Put the wine into a jug. Rub some lumps of sugar equal to a quarter pound on the lemon rind until all the yellow part of the skin is absorbed. Then squeeze the juice and strain it. Add the sugar and lemon juice to the port wine with the grated nutmeg. Pour over it the boiling water. Cover the jug, and when the beverage has cooled a little it will be fit for use. Negus may also be made of sherry or any other sweet white wine but it is more usually made of port than of any other beverage. Sufficient. Allow one pint of wine, with the other ingredients in proportion, for a party of nine or ten children. A pleasant drink for warm weather. 1836. Ingredients. To every one and a half pint of good ale, allow one bottle of ginger beer. Mode. For this beverage, the ginger beer must be in an effervescing state, and the beer not in the least turned or sour. Mix them together, and drink immediately. The draught is refreshing and wholesome, as the ginger corrects the action of the beer. It does not deteriorate by standing a little, but of course is better when taken fresh. For a summer draught, 1837. Ingredients. The juice of one lemon. A tumbler full of cold water. Pounded sugar to taste. Four small teaspoonfuls of carbonate of soda. Mode. Squeeze the juice from the lemon. Strain and add it to the water, with sufficient pounded sugar to sweeten the whole nicely. When well mixed, put in the soda, stir well, and drink while the mixture is in an effervescing state. To MOLE Wine, 1838 Ingredients To every pint of wine, allow one large cupful of water, sugar, and spice to taste. Mode in making preparations like the above, it is very difficult to give the exact proportions of ingredients like sugar and spice, as what quantity might suit one person would be to another quite distasteful. Boil the spice in the water until the flavor is extracted, then add the wine and sugar, and bring the whole to the boiling point, when served with strips of crisp dry toast or with biscuits. The spices usually used for mulled wine are cloves, grated nutmeg, and cinnamon or mace. Any kind of wine may be mulled, but port and claret are those usually selected for the purpose, and the latter requires a very large proportion of sugar. The vessel that the wine is boiled in must be delicately clean, and should be kept exclusively for the purpose. Small tin warmers may be purchased for a trifle, which are more suitable than saucepans, as if the latter are not scrupulously clean they will spoil the wine, by imparting to it a very disagreeable flavour. These warmers should be used for no other purpose. To make hot punch. 1839. Ingredients. Half pint of rum, half pint of brandy, quarter pound of sugar, one large lemon, half teaspoonful of nutmeg, one pint of boiling water. Mode. Rub the sugar over the lemon until it has absorbed all the yellow part of the skin. Then put the sugar into a punch bowl. Add the lemon juice, free from pips, and mix these two ingredients well together. Pour over them the boiling water. Stir well together. Add the rum, brandy, and nutmeg. Mix thoroughly, and the punch will be ready to serve. It is very important in making good punch that all the ingredients are thoroughly incorporated, and to ensure success, the processes of mixing must be diligently attended to. Sufficient. Allow a quart for four persons. But this information must not be taken cum grano salis, for the capacities of persons for this kind of beverage are generally supposed to vary considerably. Punch is a beverage made of various spiritous liquors, or wine, hot water, the acid juice of fruits, and sugar. It is considered to be very intoxicating, but this is probably because the spirit, being partly sheathed by the mucilaginous juice and the sugar, its strength does not appear to the taste so great as it really is. Punch, which is almost universally drunk among the middle classes about fifty or sixty years ago, has almost disappeared from our domestic tables, being superseded by wine, There are many different varieties of punch. It is sometimes kept cold in bottles, and makes a most agreeable summer drink. In Scotland, instead of the Madeira or sherry generally used in its manufacture, whisky is substituted, and then its insidious properties are more than usually felt. Where fresh lemons cannot be had for punch or similar beverages, crystallized citric acid and a few drops of the essence of lemon will be very nearly the same thing. In the composition of Regent's Punch... Champagne, brandy, and veritable Martinique are required. Norfolk punch requires Seville oranges. Milk punch may be extemporized by adding a little hot milk to lemonade, and then straining it through a jelly bag. Then there are wine punch, tea punch, and French punch, made with lemons, spirits, and wine, in fantastic proportions. But of all the compounds of these materials, perhaps, for a summer drink, the North American Mint Julep, is the most inviting. Captain Marriott gives the following recipe for its preparation. Put into a tumbler about a dozen sprigs of the tender shoots of mint. Upon them put a spoonful of white sugar, and equal proportions of peach and common brandy, so as to fill up a third, or perhaps a little less, then take rasped or pounded ice, and fill up the tumbler. Epicures rub the lips of the tumbler with a piece of fresh pineapple, and the tumbler itself is very often encrusted outside with stalactites of ice. As the ice melts, you drink. The Virginians, say Captain Marriott, claim the merit of having invented this superb compound, but from a passage in the Comus of Milton, he claims it for his own country. Whiskey cordial, eighteen forty. Ingredients: one pound of ripe white currants, the rind of two lemons. A quarter ounce of grated ginger, one quart of whiskey, one pound of lump sugar. Mode. Strip the currants from the stalks. Put them into a large jug. Add the lemon rind, ginger, and whiskey. Cover the jug closely and let it remain covered for 24 hours. Strain through a hair sieve, add the lump sugar, and let it stand 12 hours longer. Then bottle and cork well. Time. Time to stand 24 hours before being strained 12 hours after the sugar is added seasonable make this in july end of section 86